Everybody and welcome to episode three of Four Color Ultrasound, uh, a comics podcast where me, Dieter, and me, Mike. Oh, you guys actually hear me today? Talk about <laughs> nobody's listening. Talk about comic books <laughs> and nobody's listening. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know other. And this is I know it's the third episode, but this is a special episode. Where it's going to be a little bit longer, and we talk about two weeks worth of uh, episode or of issues, because not only is Mike a sociopath, as we learned in the first episode, <laughs> but he's also a jet setter, and we lo- we lost time, and we're trying to make up, trying to make this consistent. So, if anybody ever does listen, at least we'll be coming out weekly at some point. But to make up for that shortcoming, we now go over what weeks? What week is it now? Should have been more prepared. Yeah, uh, comics from the 31st and the 24th. Or no, it would be the 26th and the 19th, I believe. Yes, so that yeah, sounds about right. This is a spoiler podcast, so if you haven't read books from those weeks, from DC Comics, there's only about six books we go over this time, then, uh, I don't know, read them and then come back. But, uh, so yeah, up first... <clears throat> Uh, Batman number seventy three, written by Tom King, art by Michael Michael Janine, right? Yeah, something like that. It's Michael M I K E L, and then I don't know if it's Janine or Hanine or Hanine. I don't know how to pronounce it. Hanine. Well, there is a uh, I don't know what that's even called. I love the name. How ignorant already, right off the bat. Ignorance oh, reigns supreme, and uh, this issue starts wonderfully with a. A Tom King staple. <laughs> a song. Lyrics to a song. And you don't know what's happening, right? Well, the last issue ended with uh, Bane breaking his back. Uh-huh. And Thomas it, Wayne the re- standing well, it was there. Re- hmm? It was a recap. It was a recap episode of everything, right? I don't know. The whole series feels like a recap of nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, it's just, I don't know. We didn't do anything yet. <laughs> nothing yet. <laughs> Well, it seems like the same thing's been happening for from the beginning of his run. Well, not you could say nothing's happening, but things do get pretty wacky in this issue. Do you think I don't know how long it I don't this is So in the desert, I'll uh it looks like you know, the Justice League Snyder Batman, right? The dream Batman? Or am I crazy? I don't know, what do you mean by that? You know in Justice League where Batman had that dream and he was shooting all those people? Oh, yes, yes. From the and movie. He was, the way he was dressed in that trench coat? Because I think you said Snyder Justice League, which he's also writing the comic. But that's no, no. Scott Snyder versus yeah. Zack Snyder oh, who directed yeah, can... the movies. Oh, see, this now, but now we're a movies podcast. Oh, well. right. So. <laughs> but yes, so uh, Zack Snyder didn't get, didn't get the chance to uh, let that come to fruition in his future movies. So Tom King said, hey, I'll use it. Which is, if I don't know how true it is, but if it is, if that is what he's calling to, that's another staple. 
you know, along with the song lyrics is like, hey, look, I'm a fan of Batman. Here's some fan service. Here's a movie shout out or something. I don't know. Pretty much. That's pretty much what it is. So, and then, you know, they're in the desert and they come across some ninjas. And they're like, eh, yeah, take care of some ninjas. What happened? And then, you know, Bruce wakes up, talks to his dad. What do they talk about? How do they feel about each other? How do you feel? How do I feel? Yeah. What about... I, like, I felt extremely bored. I don't know. He's just dragging him through the desert. Like I said, it made no sense because Bane broke his back. Thomas Wayne is just standing there watching him. And now in this one, suddenly, Thomas has kidnapped Bruce? Or does Bane know that Thomas has you Bruce? You think so. But Thomas is here to save well, he Bruce? Asked him, I don't know what the plan is. He's like, what can... What can you do? Well, he asked him, what could he do? So maybe Bane's just like, get rid of Bruce for a while. But I don't know now. That, but this is where I think it gets super wacky, because I guess we're at the end of the issue, because you're right, they just have just mild character development. I don't think they move the story forward any, right? No, it's In just them talking to each other. It's just him dealing with, like, coming out of stuff. And he's like, oh, because he said that Bane got, oh, that he's been beaten. That's right. It's over. Oh, that's right. He broke his back, and then Bruce is like, and Thomas Wayne's like, eh, I fixed your back. Yeah, I fixed it. I fixed it. Hey, wasn't a problem. <laughs> You're okay. I yeah. did a, another movie shout out, right? So, oh, but then a, a nightfall as well, which like the whole thing is like nightfall, like bring him down to his very yep. as low as you can, and then have Bane break him. Same thing. He already did it. But yeah, so the the big the big reveal where they're going. They're going to the. What is it? Uh, Rachel Ghoul's Lazarus Pit to bring back bring Martha. Bring back Martha. Martha. Another movie moment. But so, which Martha is he, this? Is this Thomas Wayne's Martha, or this is this world's Bruce's Martha? I don't know. <laughs> Does it matter? Did, no, I thought about that <laughs> while reading it, and I was like, you know what? Don't even care. But yeah, it's like, and look, it is just like the movie too, because he says like. You know, it's Martha. It's your mom. And he's like, really? I'm on board with you now. Just like Superman when he had oh. the name. <laughs> yeah, we're on board. We're good. So, yeah, that's what they're going to go do now. Can't wait. Yeah, I, I don't understand where this is going. Why is he doing this? Why is Bruce... Oh, sure. Let's bring mom back to life. Do you think uh, it's to stop him from being Batman now? Like, that's ultimately... That's all Bane wanted. Now you're not... Or, if that's what Bane wanted, he could have just killed him many, many times. But he put the cowl on, right? He didn't have it on the whole time. Yeah. And then he... Hey. We're, we're, we're getting the band back together? Let me get, give me my cowl. <laughs> I, yeah. I, if Pass. we sound confused, it's because I don't know what the point of this is. Thomas Wayne suddenly is here. Let's, ra let's raise Martha from the dead. And Bruce is like, eh, sure. Why not? I bet, I bet you the answer's in the song lyrics. I stand there amazed, and I ask as I gaze, does their glory exceed that of ours? Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> Sorry. I have no love for this, for Tom King's Batman. Well, if it was all just a bite of the Snyderverse, maybe we can talk about a better Snyderverse. And that hey, would be hold on. You Justice said you League. want to talk talking about the uh, covers. Oh, oh, yeah. We had the the new segment 
<laughs> I told you this was a special episode. <laughs> oh yeah, it was called. Uh, I came up with a name for it too. It was a. Uh, Always judge the cover by its book. <laughs> was, oh my god! So which is uh, okay? It, yeah, it, it like would it. be yeah. <laughs> so the 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 gist would be: you read the whole story, you go through everything, and then you go back. And look at your cover and be like, how much did that story have to do with what happened on the cover of this issue? And I think it's fun. A lot of, like this one doesn't seem as much fun because I the cover I got is Thomas Wayne leading him through the desert <laughs> on the back of a horse, and it says to save his son, Thomas Wayne will do the unthinkable. Which is what? Bring back the mom. Oh, bring back his mother, right? Yeah, and bring back his mother so that he's... So, I would Wayne's say... Thomas version of saving him is having him not be Batman anymore. So, see, in this game, then, I would say that this is a pretty terrible cover because it almost gives away the issue. Where it's like, <laughs> what little happened in the issue kind of wrapped it all up on the cover. If they would have just, like, answered that little exclamation they had at the bottom. If they would have just been like, it's bringing back his mom. <laughs> Then like you'd be like whoa, and then you wouldn't have to buy the issue. So, <laughs> but they didn't give it away. So there was there was still got that final that last page surprise. Yeah, so it is. It, it serves its purpose. Like you gotta check. Whoa, they're in the desert, and I gotta check this out. What is it? I can't even think about it. But the one thing I have to say, <laughs> I can't un- even think about why he's in the desert. It makes no sense. It's and unthinkable. The story still made no sense. It's but unthinkable. The one, <laughs> the one thing about it though, uh, you got Thomas Wayne standing there, and in, in this cover, I would say Thomas Wayne looks like he's angry at him, or he's. A villain, and in the story, he wasn't. He was well, you're supposed to feel that like almost the entire time because you're. It ended la- like you said last time, where he was like, "What do I need to do, Bane, to help yeah. you?" Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So that one, okay, that one wasn't as fun, but that uh, that's the first. So yeah, we'll do that with the, like I said, the the next Snyderverse, Justice League, twenty six, written by. Scott Snyder, written or drawn by Javier Fernandez. Actually, and, it's uh, written by uh, Tinian. James this Tinian one? Fourth. Yeah. Oh. Tinian, his Snyder's little buddy. His like. Uh, He's a protege. co-plotter, isn't he? And it's hi-fi. Remember when we oh, had that yeah. conversation? About <laughs> Is it like a computer? <laughs> Is it a guy? But yeah, it's a guy. It goes yeah. by hi-fi. That's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, by the way, we don't know much about comics. <laughs> anybody's caught? <laughs> we have no clue what we're talking about. <laughs> if anybody hasn't caught on yet, I don't know if that matters. But uh, so yeah, we have this issue, which is uh, Apex Predator Part One, hot on the heels of uh, the Sixth Dimension story we just read that wrapped up, and uh, this one, this one's. I think I like yeah, it's pretty good. So uh starts with everybody including or no, it starts with Martian Manhunter, right? Yep. Yeah, Martian Manhunter going back to the house, Alexa's house. Oh, here's a question. The narrator, cuz this was just like the the last the last uh arc. He had the narrator where you didn't know who was actually talking, right? Cuz it's like mm-hmm. third person omniscient um, what is it? Omniscient. Omniscient. Uh, you know, overlaying. Mm-hmm. Uh, omnipresent. I don't know. But uh, 
Yeah, and then you find out it, but in the last issue you figured out it was the forager, right? So is it still the forager? Yeah, I'm not sure if we ever found out because it wasn't. No, the it, you at the found end. out. No, no, because remember, you did find out. No, he, sorry, in well, this one, I mean. Yeah. Okay, that's what I mean. Is it so? Is it still the forager from the? Because that is that his word bubble is just the plain, overlying text. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, you see it again. It starts be. again. It starts again in this one, but I don't know if it. Yeah. So he's yeah. It starts with Martian Manhunter. You know, searching for Lex. And uh, having a moment, and then the Justice League meeting the multiversal Justice Leagues. What do they call that place that they meet at? I don't know. Uh, House of Heroes. Oh yeah. So they're in the House of Heroes, and you get to see all the mul- like. Like I said, it's always Snyder trying to out Morrison. Morrison, so <laughs> using all his multiverse little guys. Uh, was throwbacks. that was that for Morrison, the House of Heroes? Well, all the well, I, I figured with Captain Carrot. Oh, and mm-hmm. then there's all, like he's digging into Morrison's multiverse. Yeah, pretty hard. When did Morrison do the zombie? That's from the book, like the multiverse book, when it showed all the different worlds. Was there a zombie one? Okay, yeah, I didn't remember there, that. it was kind of like a reflection of a. Yeah. Is that what deceased comes from then? I guess it's no. a different book. No, it's no. 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 <laughs> no. Stop. Don't touch it. Stop! You're making it worse. We <laughs> all we, dude, we were sounding, we were oh, sound so, like we knew what we were talking about for half a second. I'm sorry. No, but then oh man, that shot, the butt shot of the Green Lantern and Flash, and that little double page spread when they're in the House of Heroes, Superman's mm-hmm. talking. That's kind of <laughs> popping that booty. Hi-fi, hi-fi had some coloring. <laughs> some shading going on there. He put that little gleam on there. But yes, yeah. he did. That's a shiny suit. But still, Javier Fernandez, he, he popped it when he drew it. But anyway, that's a good one. Uh, look at that. Is that Bizarro Superman up there? He's like yeah. huge. He's a giant Bizarro Superman up there. Okay, that's good stuff. I like that. And uh, Superman, he's talking about, you know, recapping pretty much the whole Justice League run and metal and all the events. And uh, kind of cool that the Forger shows up and then he announces that he has to, they have to find the monitors. The anti-monitor and the uh, monitor, monitor, right? <laughs> yeah, they find an anti- yeah, the anti-monitor and the monitor. And so Forger here, is he really like twice the size of everybody else? Yeah. Looks like he is. That's pretty awesome. This guy's forge- monstrous. He forges worlds, man. What do you expect? Can't be all tiny. <laughs> Can't be all tiny. Well, it, there's a scene there. But he's a, shape sh- he's a shapeshifter too, right? Because that was the whole thing in the sixth, or is that just his sixth dimension powers? Cause- no, I, I thought he was. I thought he could become different sizes. Because he was, he showed himself as like the old Superman in the last arc. That's what he tricked them all. Yeah, yeah, okay. But then, because and the, there's the one panel here where you could see it from far away, and you see them walking across across the platform. He's about the twice the size of everybody else. But yeah. he's standing on that glowing platform. They assume moves, and it, and it looks like it's a perspective thing. So I can't tell if he's it's perspective, and he's gonna if he stepped off it, he'd be the same size as them, or if he's supposed to be double the size. No, he's really big. Alright, he's, so he's big. He's, he's huge. He's huge. Alright, so the whole thing is he's going to get the monitor and the monitor. Yeah, and they gotta got to find to stop Perpetua, right? That's yeah. what they need. And then they cut to uh, back to Earth Prime, right? Or what is what is the Earth now called? I don't the, know anymore. The Metaverse. That's what they named it. The Metaverse. Metaverse. Yep. So they cut back to the Metaverse. See? Almost sounded like we know. Almost. And it's... Uh, 
hot girl and Mira having their moment in the sun. They need their five minutes of fame. <laughs> but no, they're talking about what they're uh, all the plans about Doom stopping Doom, right? And tra- or tracking down the Legion of Doom, and they're going to all the different teams that are helping them out on this Earth. And they even have the uh, is Plastic Man in Odyssey? Is it Odyssey or Dark? He's in the Terrifics. I'm not sure if he has anything else. Yeah, but with Chimp and Arrow and the Question, aren't they all in? What is what is Detective the, Chimp in? Detective Chimp, the Question, they're all just like Dark. That's what I mean. So is Plastic Man in Dark as well? No, that, I haven't seen just them. A team, this is just a team for this. Yeah, I think they just got everybody, every, anybody that's been in any of the books lately uh, together here. Okay, and then they you've got, got the, the, tra- the Metal Men from you know, way back in the day who showed up in the uh, New 52 at some point. Yeah, so that was in, yeah, and then like Cyborg. Yeah, that was in the Justice League. Yeah. I don't remember. New 52 for sure, though. I remember it. I remember being excited and then, uh, not. <laughs> nothing happened. Well, nothing happened. And then not. With them again. <laughs> and then not. And then, yeah, so you got everybody looking for the Legion of Doom. Whoever's not looking for the Legion of Doom, they got training. And then that's the, you got the Titan, the Teen Titans appearance. And it's got the team. Which is like, they're going through a crisis, but they're still there training. So, you know, whatever. And then here, what happens to Starman here? Or, right? Great Neptune. Is he all right? And he's like, his power is tied up to the energy that's sealed Perpetua away for the first time. The totality. But it's incomplete. He's been trying to reach out to connect to the other aspects of the totality. Lost in time, but the search doesn't seem to be going so well. <laughs> She's really calm. It's like, there's no, like, they're, they're, the only large word is totality. A lot of pauses. And then it's the little star guy. Hey, try in here. Right. And that's yeah. it. You hit Jaro there, the little baby star. Jaro. And then, hey, we're trying in here, but they're not. And then uh, Mara and Hawker all after that, he's dying. And they're still just talking to each other. Hey, we're expanding the League on Earth. Half our core team is recruiting in Merit Multiverse. And, and now Starman is reaching through time. He's dying there. What are you guys doing? Help him. Well, yeah, they just have a, a longer conversation. She, it looks like she kind of does a little CPR on him. Yeah. But not much. But Yeah, they have a really long conversation of fighting each other. And he's they just leave dying it at on that. the floor. Yeah, <laughs> so, but they just leave it at that. It doesn't even look like he's dying, though, really. He just fell out of the bed. I don't know. Well, the only reason I think he's dying is because of the segment well, later. <laughs> but... Because <laughs> of the cover? And that's what I mean. So, but it, like, without like, I was trying to bury the lead here just to show you, like, <laughs> they just left him. They didn't care. And they, they were, it's like, and they, and it turned into a little argument of like, I know how to lead. Look, I'm queen of something here. So, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Literally the last thing. And then what John, Joan, Jazz finds what he's looking for, and it's uh, the reveal. Dun dun dun! Lionel Luther. <gasps> this is dad, right? Yes, that's Lex's Who's, dad. He's dumb. Who was experimenting on John Jones when John Jones was a kid? Yeah, but he forgot everything. Yeah. And well, he's, he's gonna just, remember, of course, right? You don't. Just, you don't show the gun getting yep. loaded unless there you, you fire go. it. Ah, exactly. Ah, there you go. that's good stuff, Mike. That's good stuff. <laughs> that's good stuff. You came up with it. That's good stuff. <laughs> that's good stuff right there. Yeah, buddy. 
Speaking of... Uh, <laughs> so, what, but what cracks me up here, so... <laughs> Marshman Hunter can, one, make anybody see whatever he wants. Two, it's in the middle of the night, in the middle of nowhere. But he decides to get to the house, down the road, and walk up in his human uh, the persona to go through the door to just suddenly change back into John Jones. To Marshman Manhunter. What was the point of that? Just get rocket punched in the face out of nowhere, like right after that too, like right? Just before. <laughs> and then he, yeah, he gets punched in the face by, well, he's about to. Let's see what happens. Yeah, you never know. He could just block that right away. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. He's like, yeah, well, nobody's looking now. Might as well just be a, be a Martian again. But say, however, in that page before that, was that John? Was that Lionel Luther in the car? Or was that somebody else in the car that sees Martian Manhunter, obviously wearing his cape? And then he turns into uh, a human. Is that hand there that's looking at him? Do we know who that is? On which page? Just before the final page, the next last page. The penultimate the right, page. The penultimate page. That circle above in the upper right-hand corner. Yeah. So, oh yeah. No. No. Well, maybe. But he doesn't have that medical alert bracelet on. Is that... I don't know. Alright, I don't know. I'm thinking too how much into he, it, I guess. How could he be in a car and then, like, show up in the house? Rocket punch! Like, right to the... Yeah, I don't know. That's what I... Who knows? I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Overall, yeah. what would you think of it? Good issue. I liked it. I liked <laughs> Even though whole... he just tore apart the entire thing. <laughs> no, no. I said I liked the monitor and the anti-monitor. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then I like, like, the only bad part was like, uh, like the, I mean, the Mira and Hot Girl was fine. I like how, like, she's taken over and leading that even, like, with John, like, being out. Like, they addressed mm-hmm. that at least. Like, John's not around so that she has to handle it. But at least they're all working together. The Starman thing is strange. And then... Yeah, the end is like I, I guess no Lionel Luther wrapping it all together. That's fine, but uh, yeah, if you want to play the game of, you know, always judge a story by its cover. I always judge a judge a cover by its story. Always judge, yeah, always judge a cover. I don't even know this, the whole thing. My own. <laughs> you don't even know your the old name of your own uh, little game here. Yeah, always judge a story by its cover. The other way around. Whatever. Always judge always a cover, a cover by, by, story. by story. <laughs> Always be an idiot. <laughs> all right. Always judge us. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. All right. It's all good. So, so here you go. The Death of Starman is the one I got. And it has the Legion, the Legion of Doom in the background. And Starman exploding. While the cover itself is pretty... I like the cover itself because the Francis Manipul cover and everything. It doesn't not relate to the story at all. Except Starman's kind of in pain, I guess. Hence, but he's not dying. Hence the question mark guess, and the exclamation point. I guess that... The that, death of Starman? It's a no. And like you said, the whole reaction from uh, Mara and uh, and Hawkgirl basically tells us he's not dying. But anyway. And is that the head of Luthor they're coming out of? Is it? You see how there's like eyes next to Starman? No. And it's I like, a, like, okay, look at the star. Yep. Okay, it's pointing to the nose, and so like Death of Star uh, is on the bridge of the face, and the two eyes are those two cosmic yeah. orbs, and then there's like a brow, and then everybody's kind of sitting inside the skull of that. So like, who is, is that Luthor? I'll go with that. 
That's Apex Lex there. Yeah. It's kind of dope. It's a cool cover. It has nothing to do with the story. It doesn't nothing it, to do with the story. There's so no... Uh, no the, uh, rate, the rating on this one would be... What? How would you rate... Then it, how, what would you... Is it a good thing or a bad thing? If it's trying to tell you what happens in the story, it's a very bad thing. It's a bad thing. It is. Yeah, you're like you pick this one up. Not like the Batman one where you're like, Oh man, I wanna oh, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? This one you're like, Oh, Starman, is he gonna die? And then you're like, Why aren't they helping him? Kinda like we real like when we were like, What okay? And where's the Legion of Doom? Like is the Legion of Doom gonna come here and attack Starman? Like, no. And and why is that baby attached to Groot? Not Groot. No Groot. 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 <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> I am. He's got to say I am Grodd at some point. But now anyway. we've become a multi-imprint podcast. Just like that. Nice. No, just like that. You took us into another paradigm. Yeah, screwed up. What are you going to do? I think it's a good thing. All right. It's a good thing. It's did on purpose. Speaking of good things, uh, Teen Titans 31. I don't know. I think uh was this written by do you know? You do your No, homework? I don't. I gotta pull it up. Uh you would have to pull anything up. It is written by Adam Glass, artist Bernard Chang. That's good stuff. That's good Chang. <laughs> it is good Chang. art. I like it a lot. I like this issue. Right off the, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna wait till the end to tell you. Yeah, and I like it too. And I, I as a kid I read a lot of Superman. And a bunch of Batman, and there a couple times uh, Lobo would show up in Superman, and I've always liked Lobo. He's kind of yeah, stupid. Yeah. Him, him, him and his bastitch, and he's always been put up as a joke. But I kind of like him. You'd be a stupid bastard if you didn't like. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or a dumb bastard if you didn't like Lobo. <laughs> Lobo's in my awesome. opinion, he's, he's pretty awesome. And so he's going to be on the Krypton TV show. I'm excited. There's a Krypton TV show, like on oh, regular yeah. TV or on DC on thing? sci-fi. Sci-fi channel, yeah. Whoa, that's a that's a different conversation. I'll I'll go into that for too long. Okay, okay. So anyway, this issue starts with uh, where the other one left off, where Lobo got the contract on the Titans because his daughter was on the team, right? Mm-hmm. So, or he just showed up and be like, "Hey, it's Daddy's home. Daddy's home." That's what it was. It was really weird. And so uh, <laughs> he shows up in this one at a liquor store. This is yesterday, right? The Bronx. This is said. yesterday. So he's in a not getting paid attention to. Kind of gives the clerk some some guff, and then it turns into a real Men in Black moment where it's like, ah, oh, it's not a real clerk. That's an alien, and Lobo's all he's after him. He's doing stuff. <laughs> so it wasn't just me. What, I thought it was Men in Black. First thing I thought oh, of was Men in Black. That's <laughs> like that, oh is, that is a direct homage, <laughs> I believe. I don't think they're biting it at all. I think this is just playing up to we love. Tommy Lee Jones, even though it might have been a, it was a Tommy Lee or a Will Smith scene. Who cares? Yeah. But yeah, it go it gets all uh, Men in Black, and then he gets uh, the call, and then it goes to now where he's you know the last issue left off. The Titans are it's just a lot of fighting a Lobo right. Everybody gets their shots in, and uh, Lobo finds well. You, I don't find out much. You find out it actually is his daughter because he's in disbelief at first. Mm-hmm. In the fight, I think there's a huge lost opportunity when uh, 
he smashes her with that subway car. Mm-hmm. They could have the onomatopoeia could have been crush. <laughs> and and why is that? Because that's her name. Oh, there you go. Well, we didn't mention that, and because you know everybody listening is listening to this podcast just to know about new comic books. That came out a week ago. That came out a week ago. <laughs> they don't know. And, and then, hey, uh, hey, but anyway, back to that uh, that scene, the crush scene. Well, it's a crash. It's close. Right? I know. I wanted it to <laughs> say crush. crush. That would be great. I but was hoping. What I want to know is how did Lobo do that? He can't fly, can he? No, he's just super strong. He's super strong, but he <laughs> look at that angle. He had to jump up. That's like like sixty feet. I don't no, know. Oh, a train car. Yeah, probably sixty I'm, feet. I'm just going by the uh, no, the 60. perception and the size of each one of them on here. And how big that uh, train car is in this uh, splash page. A train car's got to be 25 feet tops. Let's see. You got, you got Lobo here. One, and this two, is three, this is four, a, five, six. It's like at least a, seven or eight Lobo lengths. A Californian <laughs> versus a New Yorker on a debate on how long a subway car is. <laughs> I'm not talking about subway car. I'm just talking about <laughs> this particular one in this picture. <laughs> not to Anybody mention I'm an engineer. I should know distances. But hey. right? You should be able to judge them. You've been on enough subway cars where you're like, ah, it's about 25 feet to that door. When that guy's about, to, that hobo goes to stab me in the neck. <laughs> I have to run about 25 feet to that. Well, that's why I've car. gotten stabbed a couple of times. I don't know the distance. There you go. There's your problem. There's your problem. No, there's your problem. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I would like to see this in motion, like him picking this train up and then jumping to throw it onto her and landing on the top. I mean, he just breaks down walls and comes jumping out of nowhere all the time. So it's not. A, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. You, you know, you're really taken away from the Lobo magic. Hey, I, but that's my point. I think it is magical. <laughs> How did he do this? I want to see no. it in motion. I got you. Okay, so yeah. And so, yeah, he's kicking her ass pretty good. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, Flash shows up, tries to, and uh, that's it. Yeah, Flash shows up, tries to save him. But this is only a two-part issue. Oh, is uh, it? Oh, yeah, it says Daddy Issues, part one and two. Is this, because uh, Glass isn't the normal writer, right? Not to be, like, extra ignorant. I don't know. I should know. Here, continue on. I'll look it up. Who, yeah, who's been writing on Titans? I feel bad for not knowing now. But that's how little I pay attention. Yeah, usually we don't pay attention. Some of the write, uh, writers I know. Let's see. It changes too much, and it's not... Yeah. I just, it's, I just, the characters are still there. It's just somebody else writing. Unless it's Tom King, for some reason I don't tend to notice. <laughs> well, there's no, a reason that, for that. That's not true. No, I mean, but uh, it's been a regular... Right around here, I think, the whole time. I think Adam Glass has been doing it for a while. Think so? Yeah. Prove yourself. We're going to have to cut most of this out here. No one's going to listen to this crap. All right, uh, let's see. Written by Christopher Priest and Adam Glass was the last issue. Because hmm. uh, it was a, it was the uh, crossover hmm. with uh, Deathstroke. Hmm. Issue. I think Adam Glass has been writing it for a while, at least. Since okay. this new iteration. Okay. Well, then... What the hell do I know? Not I just, much. I just figured because it was two issues, it was probably a guest. No, yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, issue even, even issue twenty two was uh, Adam Glass. So yeah, I think he's been since they re did the reboot with this team with uh, okay. with Crush and the Ball Guy and uh, 
Wall, this uh, is, Wally two came, Wallace came back. And this one's staying together, right? Because is it Titans that ended? Ooh, I don't know. Titans stopped, right? Yes, that's right. Titan Monsters, Titans did stop because we it had an ending. Yeah, well, that it had an ending. Yeah, but this one. As far as I know, this one's continuing. I haven't read anything about it not continuing. And you've got all that big setup with uh, Robin and his uh, basement of uh, horrors down there where he's kidnapping all the villains. And you still got that story going. Because I think that sounds like it's going to be a bigger story for him. Okay. <clears throat> not that I know, not from any of the news or anything, just it seems like that's what the setup was for this whole thing. And then, you know, you got the two-issue stories where you're trying to dra drag everything out to reach a certain point with the rest of the books. That's what it feels like to me. <clears throat> Okay. Well, yeah. No, I like it. So, quick little jaunt in there. And then if it keeps on going, then yeah, I'm happy with that because I've been enjoying the new team. Yeah, it's been pretty good. And, uh, I know at first you didn't like, you were upset, right, with uh, cause Damien? Oh, uh, the You don't art. like Damien being, all oh, the art? Okay. The art, those, when he was always doing the duck lips. He was doing Oh, like, yeah. And then it's just like they make them all like, they try to make them all, they, it seemed like they are trying to make them all street. And like they were trying to go for like some kind of attitude with them that wasn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't feel I wasn't feeling it but I continued to read it and it came around it seemed like they dropped it for the most part like he still like he picked up the whole prison thing and then he became just like you know the conniving like try, the trying to take Batman's uh, methodology to the next level you know without really going there but mm -hmm. you know so I think they stayed true to the character even yeah. though he was doing duck lips a lot or the what is it called the duck face duck face yeah, doing that a lot, but but that's what I, that's what I like about this Robin, <clears throat> Damien. He's different from all the, all the others. If he just became like Tim Drake or Dick, and he's you know he's good, he never does anything wrong like this. He just there'd be no reason to have Damien versus all the other Robins. Yeah, and I like because he doesn't. It's not like uh, you know he's yeah because uh, uh, you know yeah because it makes for interesting stories like with the nobody. Or mm -hmm. not, was it nobody? Yeah, yeah, that yeah it was nobody story from early on. Yeah, and he had to do the ki he killed and like you know, so it's like he goes there, but he's like he still has the good intentions. Intentions, and I think it's like with the whole, I think he has a good story. I'm glad they actually brought him back to life and everything. Mm -hmm. Which was I know they killed him off just for story story's sake, but because he was supposed to stay dead. When you're dead, you stay dead. <laughs> just ask wearing Hudsucker. But uh, <laughs> what was that from? The Hudsucker Proxy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, no, I, I've I've enjoyed him as a character, and even in this, I think he stays true. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, he's different from all the other Robins. So I don't know anything with him. Kind of comes together in the long run when they stretch it out far <laughs> enough. So you know, it's been good. Yeah, I've I've really liked Damien, and even my friend from New York, who uh, may one day be on this podcast. Who knows? Shh. Shh, don't, uh, don't you spoil it. <laughs> oh, wait, but we're a spoiler podcast. So. <laughs> there you go. But even like he he's just started more reading comics, and even he knows. He's like, anytime Damien shows up somewhere, he goes, uh, you're going to be happy. Damien's on that. It's kind of like a... Uh, he don't knows tell me that. how to feel. <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell me how to feel, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> I just start snapping at him. He's like, I'm just, just being friendly. <laughs> you don't tell me what emotions to use. <laughs> I was just making a point that David's going to be in the next cartoon. Like, oh, sorry. Well, then you say that. You just don't tell me how I feel before you let me know the information, okay? It's a real simple process here. You give me information. You don't 
You don't attach anything to it. You don't give me preconceived notions of how I'm going to receive the information. Just don't tell me how to feel. I know you live. Don't forget. Yeah. Mm. Ah, callbacks. Anyway. Yes. All right, back to... Uh, Speaking of callbacks. The uh, What is it? What is it called? Don't judge a cover by its story? Um, did you get it right? Yes. Can you judge a cover by its story? Yeah. Judging the story by its cover. No. <laughs> judging, the, judging the cover... By its story. Uh, this one, I got uh, you know, Lobo's daughter in the shadow of Lobo saying, guess who's coming to kill you? But you already know the answer because it was revealed in the last issue. So it's like, Lobo. So for that, it doesn't work. But it delivers but what it promises. If you walk into the store and you see this on the shelf and you go, hmm, are you going to know who that is? If you don't know who it is, I guess it works. Well, you, if you missed the reveal in the last issue. Say you didn't read the last issue. Yeah. So now you're like, oh, man, who is it? Could it be your dad? <laughs> Could it be your dad. And you, like, flip through, like, to the first page, and you're like, oh, yeah. It's your dad. No, you'd have to flip through the second page and go, oh, yeah. It's your dad. So, also, do you think on this cover they're trying to get you to think it might be Doomsday? No. Okay. Just asking. Why? The dreadlocks? The dreads, the spikes... Not the uh, the chain doesn't work. Yeah, because Lobo doesn't have dreadlocks. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm just like trying that. to give them the benefit of the doubt. Why they would draw it the way they did? <clears throat> Is he known to have like that sickle, Russian scythe type? Who chain uh, type? Doomsday or Lobo? Well, because Lobo, because that shadow isn't hers, right? She's holding a chain. Like it's supposed to be like you think it's her shadow. Or like she's living in the shadow of her father. Ooh, ooh, that's See a great cover now. See, there's so much more to it. There is. It's so it's deep. Who drew this one? Chang, on the cover. Oh. I don't know. Might have been. Yeah, Chang. it is. No, it is Bernard Chang on oh, the nice. cover too. This guy's killing it on this issue. So yeah, I guess there is meaning. There is the meaning in it too. That you know what? All in all, it's a great cover, I think, because you're right. If you, it's, it's playing on the premise that you missed that reveal in the issue that has nothing because this is the first issue right One yes first issue of the story mm-hmm. there you go I think it's good then Just well then it the... should have said part one of two on the cover but other than that yeah you you want too much I yeah I want everything the best part about this bit that we're doing this is an audio podcast <laughs> And oh, I know. Listening. I have no clue what the cover looks like. Oh, because we don't describe it at all. See, <laughs> that's why, because we're both looking at it. <laughs> exactly. People stop listening already. This is what minute, I don't even know what minute. 40. Or, minute 40. Nobody's listening. Nobody. Okay, so it's all good. Nobody's made it this far. <laughs> Nobody's made it this far. They're like, the audio's <laughs> terrible. These guys are boring. They're not describing the pictures to me. <laughs> I didn't read the book. Um, you're listening to it because I didn't read the book. Uh, I don't, I don't exactly. listen to we. Uh, do you listen to other comic podcasts? Yeah, I don't. So I don't know what they do. Do they describe things in great detail? <clears throat> no, they really talk. No, not not really. But they talk a little more detail than what we're doing about actually what's happening in the story, and then more about the art and sometimes the technique of it more than anything else. Well, we kind of de- I don't we I de- see I forget now. Haven't we described the cover before we? grade it and everything like we said like there she is standing in the shadow of her we talked about who the show yeah well you know what you don't if they don't get the cover okay <laughs> Buy pause <the> no <clears throat> pause the podcast look up what is it, the comic list site that i go to every week to see what books are coming out 
And We're not even going to tell you what issue number it is. When you click on it, it shows you the cover. There you and go. That works. Mike, Mike, you get the variants. So it's like, well, most sometimes. Yep. And so, like, you can even click on the variant covers, too, and see what Mike's talking about when we get to those ones. There you go. That works. So, you know, and we haven't given them any information on where to complain to yet, so it doesn't really matter. That's true. But, hey, if they complain, that means someone's listening, so. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but, All right, yeah. what's next? Superman Year One. Frank Miller. John Romita Jr. J-A-J-A. And uh, it's a DC Black Label. Dun-dun-dun. What do you think of this year one shenanigans? This isn't... What is the one that was before? All those Batman and Superman ones we used to use. It's Earth One. Earth One, yes. Okay, this is not that. This is not that. This is this is Frank Miller supposedly doing the year one of the Superman from Batman Year One and Batman uh, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. This is supposedly this that, that universe and that Superman. Okay, well... And then Black Label, what's the deal? They showed Bruce Wayne's dong. Yeah, <laughs> that's all the Black Label is known for is Bruce Wayne's dong. And and then like they can swear, right? They yeah, I they haven't really said it, and it might be part of the uh, news segment later. But anyway, uh, DC Black Label is their more adult line, I guess, and the line where they can do any stories they want. So. It could be out of continuity superhero stories or non superhero stories is what they're gonna do. It seems like it's basically replacing um Vertigo. Okay. <clears throat> that sounds alright then. Okay, so well No, okay. Just here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I know there's a better explanation than that. It's they're like I said, more serious, but also any stories you want to tell. Here, put it on under black label. So you get Yet again, Superman's origin, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know. Seen it a million times already. This one's... Is it much different? No, right? What's, is there anything different right off the bat other than, like, the world's already exploding? There's... No. I mean, it's... The world... Uh, the Superman's origin is Superman's origin. It never really changes. Little bits here and there of how he grew up. And, uh... Brian Michael Bendis is changing how Krypton blew up. But other than that, it, it's all essentially the same thing, time after time. In this one, it's they show this issue, because it's, it's issue, there's going to be three issues of this. right? And this issue is just him as a kid, and the, the trials and tribulations he goes through. Not, and you get to see him as a little kid. Yeah, you see him as a kid. And this one, he's he's he hangs out with the, uh, the losers, the... Like 1980s um, John Hughes geeks and freaks. Oh, before you get to that far, though, I oh, mean, you, got, right. you, you gotta talk about the size of his head. Oh, oh, we're gonna get into the art. Yeah. Okay, so John Romita Jr. I I hated him when he first when I first started reading anything by him, but that was his uh, Superman or action run. Uh, but I also like some of what he does. What I found is. He does not know how to draw faces and heads, That's but strong. the rest isn't, of it is pretty good. Isn't he beloved? He's beloved. The, yes, beloved. Sorry, 
No, he's beloved. I agree. He's beloved. Sorry, I wasn't correcting you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a, hey, uh, Dieter. Actually, it is beloved, not uh, beloved. I'm sorry. It's not like I said, irregardless. <laughs> irregardless. Oh, that that I might that I might have made fun of you over. Whenever uh, somebody says that, like especially when your boss at work says that. Uh, somebody. Not over my current head. one, but uh, it's like, oh my god. Jeez. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyway. So the I think the size of his head when he's being in the in the in the high chair where he's being fed the food, right there that panel. Do you see uh, it? Like he's bouncing. They're, he's ba- they, he picks him up in the shuttle. Mm-hmm. You know, he brings him inside. They're in the supermarket. He's bouncing around in the cornfield. Yep. And then she's f- she's feeding him in the high chair. Uh, there, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. What is wrong with his it's, head? In- <laughs> it's worse than Stewie's head. <laughs> and then the same thing in, like, the next, the next page. Like, his head is, like, first of all, it's, like, oddly round. And it's, like... Uh, I don't know. It never really gets fixed. But you're right. The face is her expression in the supermarket. Uh, <laughs> look at her. She looks like she's got the Joker's oh. rictus grin. Yes, that's the like, first thing I was going to say. Mm-hmm. She looks like a Stepford wife or something. Yeah, like she's on pills. It is horrible. And she's giantly squared head. And in the very next panel, she's got a uh, angled or a uh, sharp chin and whatnot. Further back. Oh, this is terrible. Uh, Superman's dad, you know. Look at his eyes. Look at her, and then you know his mom's dead eyes as they're putting him in the uh, putting the cape on him inside. The, it's like the second page, right? Yeah. His dad looks like he's on meth. Like his eyes are. About to... <laughs> and then her, she looks like she's on opium. Like she's got one one eye going, the other one's dead. And then look how look at her eyebrow, how it like goes halfway down her nose, and then the other one's like only like a third of the size, and then eyebrows continue in the, in the panel over like it's like Superman his dad has one eyebrow but doesn't have the other one and he's got I don't know you're right it's nutso like everything else is good I like everything else like that cosmic stuff though even like where he's like okay so they'd shut him in there like the next couple pages mm-hmm. and he's flying through the stars and he sees his reflection and you see the earth and the eyes and the way it like dissolves in and out that's really cool that's really mm-hmm. good yeah and then even up to the point of like exiting the ship, but then once it gets back to people talking, you're right there. It's like the faces <laughs> are like, what's happening? And then he's a teenager, you know, he's talking. And it's just the same stuff. Got to be careful. Can't can't kick my dad's ass by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> then the dad's like, oh, you know, he's, and he, uh, yeah, he's hanging out with losers. That guy's head. Like you said, look at that fat kid's but, head. Oh, he my drew, God. It's... <laughs> He has no neck and no shoulders or anything. The goth kid is really weird looking. Yeah. And and like you said, his head... I I just can't say anything about this. So they get... So then the story... The story breaks away from the norm in the sense of him landing in Kansas and everything like that with it growing up with, uh, like you said, the, the group he's hanging out with and they're getting bullied quite a bit, right? Yep. And this is the... The constant, you know, Superman learning curve. What do I do to keep it, like, right, right? Like, mm-hmm. what, what can I do? Other than just, like, beating the shit out of these guys, right? Because they deserve it. Because <laughs> they deserve it. But, like, that's obviously not the route to go. Because you can't, two wrongs don't make a right. So, what does he have to do? And that's kind of what they start dealing with. And uh, I think that, that's kind of good. It's kind of fun. That's usually that's usually how they go, right? That's the lesson it's, he learns. That's basically yes. That's always the generic lesson he learns, and then is it because of you know his parents? They brought up, and would he uh, be the same way if he was 
brought up somewhere else, right? And do they do they always go the route with like oh because the goth kid kind of like he's on he stabs him in the hand he's like what are you Clark Kent and I don't know if they really go back they go back to that kind of, oh sorry spoiler oh it's a spoiler podcast anyway and uh, they kind of go back to that but yeah he starts kicking some kids asses and he starts like you know pondering like but then it still doesn't help like it just he makes things worse right mm-hmm. the more he secretly because he's doing it on the under. Yeah, he's doing it. Yes, he's his parents told him not to, but he beats him up anyway. <clears throat> oh, and that's what it is. Oh, yeah. So then the goth kid hears him talking to Lana, and she almost, this is some black label. She almost gets uh, it's kind of hot button too. She almost gets raped. Yep. By some teen. This is like teenagers. Yeah, so, I mean they were they're pretty young here. Yeah, they're all in high school. And they're like about to get them some sweet so i don't know that's weird but then uh <laughs> yeah that was <laughs> not sure which side which side you're on here dear <laughs> so you know thank god right it didn't go there Super- <laughs> superman shows up clark yep. not superman yet clark shows up and puts a stop to those shenanigans but uh no seriously though yeah he stops them and reveals right away that look hey i'm a flying alien which is, that's how it went too, right? That's how, it, like, Lana yeah. Lang knew right away. Yeah, I mean, a million different origins, but yeah, usually Lana Lang knows when they're kids, and then they can't, she can't, either she can't handle it, or they just end up becoming friends for one reason or another. And then she was kind of into him, but then, like, now that he can fly, she's, she's like, really, really into him. into him, really into him, so that's cool, that's like, you know, and then he's speed reading, they're hanging out, they're doing a lot more stuff, and then, uh. Then he uses his powers in the game, right? The big game. Mm-hmm. That's something that happens quite a bit. I think I've seen that before. I know in uh, small. I'm pretty sure in Smallville, and actually, yeah, the original Superman. Actually, Superman the movie. No, he was the Water Boy in, in that. He never actually used his powers. I think Smallville started to. Okay. Well, this one, yeah, he uses his powers to win yeah. the game. His yeah. Dad's not happy. And uh, I don't know. Would you? Wouldn't you? At least once. Yeah. I mean. Who cares, right? It's like the best time of your life, teenage years, high school, or whatever, supposedly. And like, you have superpowers, you're not going to, like, use, use your abilities. Want, like, a little bit just to win the game. I mean, come on. How could his dad be upset about that? What is it? Second to go, seven. <clears throat> second down, seven to go, 34th quarter. Okay. Yeah, so whatever. Use it to win a game. Exactly. But yeah, He's so a loser. Like, He's got, how is he not going to be a loser? And then, uh, you know, he has a conversation. He's more talking with his dad. More like, what do we do? These bullies. And then, uh, also another black label thing that, uh, did we already miss it? Did we miss it? I think so. What do you mean? That, uh, what, what, uh, what's his name really wants you to know? Frank Miller. He wants you to know that this Superman fucks. Yep. Yeah, it's another thing. They're underage, too. There it is, Afterglow. <laughs> I know. They've been very good all night long. Barely made a sound. It was a bit weird. I don't know. That was a bit weird. weird. It's really weird, dude. I don't know. I didn't know how to feel about it. Well, I would have been, it would have been fine if, without him explaining it. Especially since the it's like a third person narration. After, afterglow. They've been very good no, no, all night. Afterglow. No, no, you're not reading it, right? That's no, not I'm how sorry. You wrote Go it. for it. The Lang Residence. Afterglow. They've been very good all night. They've barely made a sound. 
That's how you read that. <laughs> sorry, there you go. I use the same voice for everything. I'm sorry. I use the same, use the same voice for everything. Uh, he's half a but, mile away before she starts to cry. Yeah, because he pounded his Kryptonian meat into her all night. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> Without making a sound. See, that's impressive. Right? Oh, but yeah, they... like, the, the, you, you understood that's what happened. You didn't need to write <laughs> that whole sequence. Teenage love. And then, oh, but is this... Does he ever? Has he ever joined the... Armed forces before? No, that's this that's that's this Frank Miller's big uh, the twist. imprint on it. Big twist. The twist. Yes. But so, the sorry, I don't know if the resistance. Back. So the thing I want to know is he beat up the kids earlier, so that elevated them to try to rape Lana. Yeah. And not... now, oh, I mean, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. Well, so he, but now he beats the shit out of them, like to no end. And he thinks that's going to stop? Like, but they haven't, like, I don't understand. I would think that now, and now he leaves. Don't you think uh, this is just going to get that much worse? They're going to end up raping and killing her? Don't resolve what happens to his friends at all. At all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought it was just me here, but no. Takes off to the, what is it, like? The Marines, right? The, the Naval. No, the Navy. Oh, the Navy? Okay. Yeah, the Navy. He wants to go see the oceans first, right? It's That's right, yeah. It's the biggest part. Look at the globe. That's like where he got his idea from. Oh, shit, Dad, I looked at a globe. <laughs> He's very simple. He's from a simple town. He did, he did that thing, you know, when you're a kid, you spin the globe and, like, put your finger on it. That's where you're going to live when you're older. He landed in the ocean. He was like, <laughs> shit. Oh, I guess I'll join the Navy. <laughs> Instead of spinning it again and, like, landing on land, he's like, shit, guess I'll go into the ocean. <laughs> Hanging out the bus. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> and then here, more of a Miller's writing here. Whoa, look, up in the sky. So you think he's going to go into the uh, you know, whole Superman thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a bird, it's a plane. It's, no, he, instead he goes, F-35 fighter, coming in hard. Slicker than snot. How cool is no, that? I mean, that's not, that's and that's not, how you say it? Okay, now you tell, you, tell me how to read it. That's not how he wrote it. <laughs> All right. How did he write it? Goes, whoa, look, up in the sky, F-35 fighter coming in hard, <laughs> slicker than snot. How cool is that? <laughs> Turns into Miles Davis at the end, that's why. <laughs> oh, that's why. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, and, so, then, yeah. and then the last page even. Uh is it worth reading that? I don't know, because I can't read it, obviously. What? Great Krypton. Oh, Great Krypton. Dust. Scattered dust. Sweet Smallville is a child's fairy tale. A new day dawns in a brave new world. New challenges await, and new adventure. And Clark Kent is ready. Hard and ready. <laughs> a, hard, a hard man is good to find. I mean, uh, <laughs> a, good, there you uh, go. a good man is hard to supposedly is what I heard. So speaking of judging, always judging a cover by its story. There you go. Uh, see, I got it right that time. You got it right that time. Third time's a charm, <laughs> baby. It's the fourth book. Oh, no, it's only the... It is. Oh, jeez. It is the fourth. But, uh... So this one's a little... Well, did you get a... Did you, did you get the... Did you get the digital or did you get the hard copy, the analog? Yeah, yeah I got I got the book. I'm not sure if there's. I think there's only one co cover. Okay. There might be more. I don't know. But it's the Is one with Superman Su stepping out of the uh, ship. 
Does he have extremely <clears throat> long arms? Yes. And extremely small legs? Yes. And his left leg is, I don't know, twisted or crushed or something. Yeah. Is it the flag is like overlapping it, but it's not? Like the flag's clearly in the background, but it looks like it's also covering up a part of his leg? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really, yes, exactly. That's the part where it looks like his leg is crushed or is it being covered by it? And look how long his quadricep is on that other leg. <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. And look how long, he's got like eight bar. Like he could scratch the back of his knee, like without like, <laughs> like look. Bending over, yes he can. Look what would happen if he had to reach for his wallet right now. Look how, what, he'd have oh to like a, a 90 over. degree, he'd have to reach over, reach over his shoulder to grab his wallet. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty <laughs> awful. Yeah. So. This shows Superman as a full-grown man coming out of his baby spaceship. Which is gigantic, obviously, because he could step into it. So how... Yeah. So this is this makes you think, you're like, whoa, not only does Superman put on the, the costume in this issue, he shows up to Earth as a full-grown man. I gotta, I gotta read this. And then you're like, wait a minute. Are you eating a candy wrapper? No, I'm putting it back in the you, sleeve there. <laughs> Sorry. You're, you're bagging and boarding your issue. <laughs> they give it, they give them to me. <laughs> like, what, are you, what are you eating, Snickers bars? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they don't charge you for that? No, they don't. In Otherwise, my, I would not buy them, but they don't. So it, In my town, they charge you. Everywhere else they do. Oh. This is the high desert. Nice. And this is very good by for... You, uh, you just I love where you uh, live. Comic <laughs> Coke. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody going to go there. Look at stabbed within like 30 minutes <laughs> like in, but anyway uh, stabbed in 30 minutes and the best part is it's not even like when you look up the high desert it's not the one that it instantly goes to no even more information I'm revealing <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah I think the ter- the, it's a terrible cover it, it's awful yeah like it doesn't represent it I mean it's Superman but the title says Superman he's and, hella uh, cut to hella ripped right yeah but his abs are like he just has like a two pack <laughs> he does. <laughs> I guess it's because he's an alien. I don't know. Yeah, it's look terrible. At, and look at, like, I don't know what that part in between your, like, pecs and your abs are called. But it's really weird. I don't the bottom know. Bottom of the ribcage? Yeah. Yeah, the way it, like, I don't know. <clears throat> I, 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 I don't like it very much. And, and I, I, to give him some credit, though, he must have spent hours on this face. Because his face actually looks good in this one. Oh, well, that's where he put all the time, and then now we know where all the time went. <laughs> all the time went was that face, not on his body here or any faces in the rest of the book. Oh, well, you know what? To wash that Superman, I didn't. I don't know. Did you like it? What you think? Are you interested I, in the next one? Or are you excited for <clears throat> issue two? Uh, no, I guess I'm a sucker for the black label and the format because this is the giant book. This one's gonna be the regular comic book size. Um, I like the coloring of it, but I I don't like his faces, and I don't know. I'm 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 curious to see if he'll actually if Frank Miller actually do anything different with the rest of the Arden story. Um, I'm not gonna say I hated it, but he definitely didn't do anything really new with it, except you know potential rape. Yeah, well. Other than that, <laughs> and what is uh, what is it? Statutory rape too, right? No, uh, isn't statutory when it's Statutory, statutory, god damn it. I don't know. Would it be a statutory rape? Just 
Or do you have to be older and they have to be underage? Or is it when they're both underage? I'm not sure. Underage. Why are you asking? Why are you asking, Dieter? Because that was another. <laughs> that's another line that he crossed. Yeah. I think because like I don't know. Because they're all underage. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was. That, that's pretty uh, uh, crazy there that he would go there. So I don't know, but yeah, to watch, I didn't like it very much. I'll still read the other two, I guess, to round it out to see if it like how I don't. What could he possibly do, God? But uh, I don't know. It's Frank watch. Miller. I think Frank Miller's become like a car wreck. That's why uh, Dark Knight Returns, the last one, the Master Race. Uh, people like, continued reading it, even though everybody hated it. I didn't read it. I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't into it. I didn't read it either, but I had read reviews of it, and it seemed like nobody liked it. Well, I didn't have to read it to tell you that. <laughs> the second one wasn't very good. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Nobody. I don't think anybody liked that one either. But I'd say to wash that. To wash that Superman taste out of your mouth. And what brings us to our... To make this a special... The only issue we're going to actually review... In the second week... To mash this episode together. The only one... I don't know. Was Action Comics. Number 1000 and what? I lost. 1012. Written by Brian Michael Bendis. Art by Simone Kerr... What? Kudransky? Kudransky, yes. Yeah, he is colored by something Anderson. I don't know. Who cares about the color? Nobody cares. Oh, come on. The colorist is huge, too. Oh, well, this one's called by... This issue is called by any other name. By any other name. Which is what? Is Because it, it's, it's a pretty rose-heavy issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> oh, bless me. Bless you. Leave that in. All right, why not? So this returns. This is after the last. This is okay. What's ha- this is? Oh, uh, they were telling the story with these people. This story started off action thousand right with the lady, the two ladies, because she bought that car. Remember, like a number six. She and bought the Action the, Comics number one car. That's yeah, on the cover had, that Superman smashes. Yep. And they had the uh, they had these guys that had the funny names, the food names, right? That mm-hmm. was all bad. And then they stopped and they were like, "Here's this uh, Leviathan prelude." Well, it was the Red Cloud first? Yeah, but that that's what I meant. That was all part of that. Oh okay, that, yeah, because Red Cloud's part of her. That's what I mean. This already all started way back. Yes. Yep. And then they took a break from it. Yep. To start the <laughs> Leviathan thing. Yep. Which. Now, kind of this. Now they're going back to this, which is kind of like wrapping up the Leviathan thing, but really being like even more of a kick. So I don't know. It's really, I don't know. It's really okay. It's really decompressed. It's Bendis doing Bendis doing Bendis on top of Bendis. So it starts with them all what? The food guys doing their nonsensical talking again. Mm hmm. It's all. It's. I mean, even more Bendis, where it's like, look at all those word bubbles, especially when like they're reaching out that screen and they're talking about Superman. Mm-hmm. What is act, dude? Nothing gets said. <laughs> it's no. all this stuff is being like all the stuff is. There's a lot of talking, but nothing's getting said, and that's my one of my other gripes of Bendis. But it's not too terrible. But then it goes like, oh man. Once we get past these guys, talking about. No, we don't have to worry about any underage. <laughs> That's why this can go in the regular DC line. Because yeah, they're not underage. This is just Superman. 
He's still fucking. Like he... So, would you think you've gotten two issues in a row of Superman getting laid? <laughs> no, but you know what? What does it matter? Super, look at that. How suggestive is the seagull? <laughs> His wide open mouth? Yeah, it's like a gaping <laughs> vagina. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> but, uh... And the Fortress of Solitude went to the Bermuda... I know, that's so ignorant of me. When did they move that to the Bermuda Triangle? When Bennis came on in, uh, I think, in, in Action Comics 1000. Okay. okay. Or in the Men of Steel. His, but he did it very early on. They destroyed... Uh, was it Jor-El, I think? Or was it... Um, it wasn't uh, Zod, was it? That destroyed the uh, Fortress of Solitude in, uh, in, in the North Pole. <clears throat> and I forgot how. We just, you know... Because of comic books, they built it in the Bermuda Triangle. Gotcha. Basically because Ben just wanted to move it. Okay, so while they're fucking, they're letting that be known. She's got an alien head. Yeah, here's another one where the uh, faces are pretty bad. What about, no, I'm talking about their head. Like when she's, like the one, uh, so they're out of bed, there's a two-page spread. Mm -hmm. And she's pulling her hair back. <laughs> See, like her head continues like it's not just hair there it's like she's stretching out the back of her head that is so weird yes it is that is definitely uh it's from uh, alienation there yeah whoa there you go mandy patankin reference there you go. Go. Mandy now, we are cro now we're a television podcast and like <laughs> our, our retro 90s uh popular culture podcast there you and, go. Uh, maybe just a, like a vague reference podcast. Like, whoa, they make a bunch of vague references on that podcast. <laughs> they talked about Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> Mandy Patinkin. Oh, boy. But, uh, so yeah, Superman ditches her. He's like, I'm out of here. He's going to do something specific too, eh? Like, this is tying up some kind of loose ends. Well, I think this is this is him going off because she says something about uh, he's going off to um, fight this is, or this play is with uh, Jor-El. This yeah. is going to Superman. This leads into the Superman issues. Correct. So I don't know where what where the timeline lays, you know, uh, comes in play. When he found out about Jarrell and uh, Jonathan, then he goes, "Ah, eh, I'm going to go see Lois and, uh, you know, get a little, get some, <laughs> and then wake up and then leave to go see Jarrell." That's what it sounds like they're talking about here. Okay, and so then it it morphs over into. Now this is Red Cloud. With her job mm -hmm. at, she's now in, because remember she got Lois's office and everything, right? She's yep. got that job because that lady that bought, I can't remember her name, the head of the secret underground mafia, invisible mafia. I'm not sure the name of the invisible The lady mafia that bought now. the car. Yeah, I don't know her name. The, well, the lady that bought the car. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, that one. She also <laughs> bought, she name. also bought the daily, she also, she also bought the daily planet. Okay, right? yep. And gave her, gave Red Cloud the job. And Lois's office, just out of spite. Yep. That was back in the day, too. That was like, okay. So she goes on to this story. She goes to a story with, uh, is Rose a new character? Is an old character? I don't They're remember Rose. they this character. Yeah, I don't remember Rose in this storyline at all. And then when I looked it up online, she apparently is an old character that was around, you know, an old obscure character. <clears throat> so Ben is just pulling an old character out. It looks like is what it looks like. Just dusting off some. Okay, it's a very yeah. Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, Rose and the Thorn. Yep. It goes back and forth, and Thorn is a vigilante that uh, kicking. She's onto it. She's she seems paranoid, but she's onto this invisible 
mafia underground because she's kicking all these people's asses and nobody seems to care. Like, nobody's stopping her. So she thinks Metropolis wants her to do this, right? Like, the cops are just letting her kick all these bad guys' asses. Yes. Yep. And the art's pretty cool when it goes back between Rose and Thorn. Like, there's roses and, like, leaves when it's her normal. And then when she turns into Thorn... The vines grow thorns, and then like the all the outlines become thorny, and there's no more flowers. And then yeah, when it goes really back cool. when it goes back to where she's back to roses and leaves. I think that's pretty neat how they did that, breaking all that. That art's really good. Mm-hmm. Even though they're the, the Mandy Patinkin head aside. <laughs> no, yeah, all of that, the layouts and everything with that is, is the, pretty great. Yeah, the framing gets really mm-hmm. cool. The uh, and and while I, like even her face, sometimes I didn't like that much. The changes from. Rose oh, Thorn expressions are really good. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Like with the messed up hair and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can really tell. You can really tell what's going yeah. on. And just the look on her face, you can really tell the difference. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, you got, I got it right away. I wasn't confused at all. Like I said, it was a new character, yeah. introducing a new character, and I wasn't like, I just kind of uh, picked it up pretty quick. Because even and, though on that one page, I don't know, the, for, I guess just before the big double splash page that's all red, the bow lower left panel... <laughs> She doesn't look very human. She looks very weird, but uh, it does a good job of showing that she's Thorn. So yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, and so then I do get confused though with what is happening. So there is a secret invisible society, right? Mm-hmm. And they're doing what? She, I'm not sure what they're doing. She basically runs, I think she, she's, she basically runs all the crime underground that nobody knew about. Right. And so she's been here forever since Superman ever first showed up. And I, I just take it as she just runs most of the crime, <clears throat> even though there are five other groups that exist. But she's now trying to look into pro-vigilante police corruption. Mm -hmm. So there's their secret government and then they're in there's also police corruption on top of that that they're going that they don't know like so there's another factor and then what is their motive and that's not Leviathan right? Or Yes I don't think so. I don't think that's Leviathan. So there's a I get really confused at the end here about what is going on because she's beating up her own men. Rose is beating up Mr. Pretzel and all them and shit, right? Yes. So. I don't think we know where Rose comes from. She's she's going to, yeah, she's beating everybody up. Yeah, but. She's not concerned that her men are getting their asses kicked by her. So she's not in on this pro-vigilante thing. Something else is going on that's allowing Rose to do this. So there's another thing that's out of control. That's what I don't understand. Like, there's a... I don't get it. I really... I just don't... At the end, it falls apart for me. Maybe that's why there's another issue. But then there's the Leviathan reveal at the end of this. And they recruit Rose... Yes, Leviathan's recruiting Rose. So is it just to be like their Leviathan? It's Leon, by the way. Leon is 
and the red cloud girl. Okay. Leona is that old lady's name. Leon. All right. So sorry, what were you asking? Is it broken? And up she's the there? leader. Oh, I was just saying. Uh, it is it just to make it look out like she's Leviathan because it looks like they want to recruit Rose, even though they're getting their own and men's asses kicked, and then, but then Leviathan shows up at the end to get her. I think that's a big thing of what Brent Benz is trying to do. He he wants you to think all these people may be Leviathan, so that you don't know who Leviathan is. Because uh, he has that whole hint that uh, Red Hood is Le- is Leviathan from uh, what's it from uh, Damien in I forgot which book it was, and uh, <clears throat> Bendis is on online has even said stuff about that and made that made that mention. He the whole thing he just wants you to not know who Leviathan is, and he's trying to clean up all these secret organizations that exist in the DCU. Mm. So now you don't get that from the story, obviously. Oh, okay. I got it. Right, so so I'm not sure if he added this new underground store, uh, group with Leon to be the one that ends up taking over. Um, I don't know if he just added another one to make it even that more, much more complex, so when he cleans it up, it feels better. I, I don't know where he's going with it. But, and like I said, within the context of the story, I was a little confused. Rose is on her own beating all these people up because she, and she's upset that the police are allowing all this stuff to happen. Um, but yeah, I don't know why Leon is like, eh, they're there. They're beating us up. Yeah, I'm really kind of lost. Yeah, so I don't know. But it ended, you know, like I said, it, it's all this uh, very decompressed. All this, So we're all up, what, number tw- 12 issues just to get to like another Leviathan and reveal, right? Yeah. Yeah, you you say that, but you they did he he did introduce the Red Cloud and built that up, that up. He introduced uh, Leon and that whole portion, right? Uh, introduced the fire 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 chief lady that he thought might be Red Cloud, but she disappeared. So who knows? That may have just been a waste if she doesn't come back. Uh, I felt he, it, it it probably did not need to be this many issues, but. Um, I like what he's. I've liked what he's done with uh, the whole Daily Planet and having that crew come back and build this little world here. But like you said, did not necessarily need to be twelve issues to do this. Yeah. So yeah. So I don't know, but yeah, it's good. Keep it going. Uh, it was a good issue. Like I said, the art really was, really did its own in inter- when it was introducing Rose. So I liked it a lot. But I I do have to say I agree with you. I definitely agree with you with the. Uh, the You've kind of ruined me on Bendis's uh, discuss- uh, conversations, because uh, him, him, and, him and Lois is pretty awful. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was awful. <laughs> like, oh my god, I can't read this. It's cringy at times. It's like people. He's like, this is natural conversation, but people don't really <laughs> talk like that. Yeah. And on top of that, it's like I said, it's so much is being said with nothing really being said, and I don't know. Exactly. So yeah, like you said, it, it it's good enough. It doesn't need to be that long, but it's better than I think Tom King and his nothing of happening over a hundred issues. Yeah, you're right. So oh, that wraps up. I guess that oh no, we gotta we gotta judge the always judge the cover by the story. And uh, which one did you get? I got the the regular. Yeah, it's the regular one with Superman flying over the city. Yeah, and the red cloud right behind him. Yeah, doesn't really explain what's happening in the story at all. Well, you, well, because there was the red cloud chase issue, right? Where they—that's true. 
I wonder so if this you, was made for that issue. This is like, oh, she's coming back. So you think, I think it's fooling you. It's like, oh, Superman's going to fight the Red Cloud again. But that doesn't happen. You don't see any Red Cloud on it. It's only that lady's hand turn into it for a second, just so I think you get reminded that she is the Red Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yes. That's got to be the only reason. So, yeah. So I, I like the art of the cover. And DC's been doing a lot more of that, making their covers more artsy. And their variant covers are just art, have nothing to do with the cover. But this one's supposed to tell you what's going on, and all it doesn't. This, all this talk of covers, yeah, I, yeah, it's a, it doesn't. But I, I remembered something that I forgot to mention when we were talking about Batman. And uh, I got a real Jay Lee feel in that issue. Because of all that background of the desert, and there oh, was geez. no real, and I know because there actually wasn't anything. But then I was like, "What happened to Jay Lee? That guy just does he? That guy just faded away." Yeah, I don't know. He, he made do his money. Anymore, does he? He's made his money, and he was like, "I'm out." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did he move over to Marvel or something? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe but that was a. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I. His covers were okay, I guess. You know, they're all exactly the same. But when he was doing the full story, wow, that was bad. Do you know what? Uh, do you know what books? So that'd be the the last review. Because I mean, we are running pretty pretty long here already. This is a bonus episode, but that wraps up the reviews, right? Do you know what books yeah. are coming up next week? No, I do not. You got, uh, I think, deceased. Ooh. Three. Uh, Deathstroke, forty-five. Nice. Uh, Justice League 27 at uh, Lois Lane number one. Ooh, we could do that. That looks good. That sounds great. Come back for that. But before you go anywhere, I think it's time to listen to Mike with the news. <laughs> Every single time. Every time. I'm going to get like that sound effect. Until then, it's just going to be me. Nobody hears us. Nobody's listening an hour and 20 minutes in. No, they're not. So I don't know. How, how how long? I've got a lot of junk on here, and none of it is interesting. We'll go so, for it. <laughs> I don't know what we want here. Let it run anyway. its course. <laughs> All right. So we we mentioned the black label. Well, right? hey, well, maybe we could. Okay, hold on. So this segment being the news segment with Mike, as we've touched on before, uh, I don't read much of the news or the rumor sites, if any. Uh, but Mike tends to enjoy it, so he does. And so he comes up with a – he's either going to inform me with some stuff uh, or just come up with some things, come up with some games, come up with some things that he finds interesting. And uh, it's probably more fun than the reviews. So <laughs> it's the it's the treat if you stick around long enough. <laughs> if you Here's the bonus for those who actually can listen to this. Yeah, there you go. Ah, there you go. Ah, there you go. Start with that, start with that news. <laughs> All right, then. Um – so we were talking about the black label. So, did you know about the uh, other DC imprints, Ink and Zoom? No, Mike, I did not. You did not know about them. Well, that's good because they're gone already. Whoa! So, <laughs> holy cow! They, they just announced them in your in your world, and they're already gone. Mind blown. <laughs> well, I I'm just so confused what DC is doing because they created Ink and Zoom. And they were, one was for little kids, and one was for, like, they're trying to get the mid, you know, preteen, and get, you know, all those different stories out, so you have different levels. And and they've realized, 
either probably they're not selling and they're like well let's streamline everything right and make this a lot easier so now they're going to come up with instead of ink and zoom and black label they're going to have dc dc kids and dc black label all right so those two are gone what i don't get about all this is the articles i've read are talking about trying to make things more streamlined not only do they have those three imprints or whatever they are but they're still keeping Wonder Comics, as far as I know. They're still keeping <laughs> Jinx World. Um, and, not only that, they're adding, as a subset to Black Label, Hill House Comics, which is presented by Joe Hill. Do you know who he is? No. He's Stephen King's son. <gasps> Why is his name Joe King? Probably, because I'm assuming, because he didn't want to be known as Stephen King's son. Even or, though everybody knows he's Stephen King's son, <laughs> so or his, or having the name Joe King, like joking. What's <laughs> oh, your name? You what Joe King. <laughs> You're joking, right? Yeah. <laughs> what exactly? <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're joking. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Over autograph? Huh? Oh no, you're just joking. You're joking. Oh. What? You're just you're just joking. Oh, I'm just joking. Yes, I am. Yeah. Well, can you be serious? No, I'm joking. <laughs> See, that's a good bit. <laughs> It's a good bit. That's a good bit, Dieter. Good bit. See, see, who's who's still listening? Who's getting this material? There you go. <laughs> anyway, so Joe Hill. So it's a it's going to be a series of horror books. But if you tr- if you're streamlining these imprints, how do you have those three and then Black Label Hill House Comics presented by Joe Hill? Like I I, I don't get it. Streamlined. It's like a Bugatti Veyron. It's like just so. It's like they're all just yeah. slipping right past you. <laughs> they're just slipping right past you. But anyway, know. so yeah. and I think it's kind of cool. But that that's kind of what I was saying with the Black Label. So they're doing. So they're gonna have all those comics. They're also doing. Um, there's a fantasy one, The Last God or Lost God or something like that. So they're really trying to branch out and put like I think the Vertigo stuff into the black the DC name under Black Label. But for the Joe Hill comics, they've got. So far, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven stories already ready to go. And written by different people. So there's like Daphne oh. Byrne, Basket Full of Heads, which that alone. That's, that sounds pretty cool, though. I mean, horror comics are, I, I'm down for that. Yeah. Yeah, it seems pretty cool. Like, maybe they get some Cullen Bunn in there, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome if they could get Cullen Bunn in there. I think most of these are people that I, I haven't heard heard of, but hopefully I can get someone like him to join. It'd be kind of cool. So I like picking up those ones on the racks, like the spinner racks. Uh, mm-hmm. Those ones where it's like the little anthology books of the horror stories and stuff like that. Oh yeah, pick, and it's like you know they're just like super cheesy. So, so is it something like that, or is it going to be like like is it that cheesy kind of stuff? Where it's like you know the like I don't know. I've read some stuff like that. I kind of I kind of dug it. I think most of it's supposed to be seriously scary. So who knows? But who knows? I don't know. They're not all... Um, I don't think they have all the full synopses. They don't have all the full data on them. Basketful of Heads is the first one that's coming out soon. It's a guy walking around with a basket full of heads. He's got like a magic axe a, that chops off heads. Did you ever see that movie Basket Case? No, I've actually never seen Where Basket the guy Case. Where ha- the, the guy has the head in the basket the whole movie. No, it's like an 80s horror movie. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I had it on DVD for a while. I don't know what happened to it. Yeah, no, I've never seen it. There's like three of them, weren't there? I don't know. I only saw the one. If there's more than one, you mm-hmm. got, got past my radar. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I'll move on. Uh, 
Because it's Tanu of Ahad. I could talk about have, that forever. Did you have more? There's a ton. Oh, <laughs> like a bunch. All right, move on. <laughs> um, well, uh, move over to Marvel. Oh, oh, there's rumors that the Ultimate Marvel Universe is coming back. <gasps> I thought you'd find that interesting. I do, because I, I've, I read every single yeah. issue of everything in that entire universe. And even when I was like, oh, it's over, Mike, it's over. It's ending this time, Mike. It's really going to be the end. And then it was like, it wasn't. And I was like, damn, but it's still going. They figured it out. Oh, ultimatum. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's re- it's still good, Mike. It's still good. No. <laughs> and it wasn't. Yeah. It, it really yeah. Wasn't. So who knows? Who knows what's actually happened? It's probably just going to be a story in uh, Miles's book. Because he was from that universe, but who knows? Bendis can't write it, so it's not going to be like I don't know. I still won't read it. It's not right. enough to get me. It's not enough to get me to go back. Mm-hmm. No, not at okay. all. Okay. Um, so here's one that I wanted to do a little game. Let's see if this works. I don't think it's going to, but uh, so which which of these is true? It's the and I'm going to go from so because I don't know which order to put it in from uh, West Coast to East Coast. So it's Batman's 80th anniversary, right? Spider Man. Batman. Batman. It's Batman's 80th anniversary. So a city wants to uh, honor Batman. So one is L.A. <clears throat> giving Batman a uh, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. In Chicago, <laughs> um, Park Row Avenue, Chicago is building a gargoyle on top. You know the gargoyles they have? It's going to be Batman perched over Park Row Avenue because they don't want another crime alley to be created on Park Row. Mm-hmm. Or is New York building um, a big giant uh, bat signal to uh, shine in the sky on hopefully a uh, cloudy night around Batman, a Batman day in September? <clears throat> hmm. One of these things is actually happening. Yes. Well, wow. All three of them are just titillating <laughs> I, I, I picture it better in my head <laughs> okay but no uh the the first one the la the star on the hollywood walk of fame that would be cool i'd go see that i'd be like oh let's go check that out for a minute stare at it that'd be it so that's answer? weird no no i'm just going through them all i'm thinking how mm-hmm. logical they are yeah because that that costs a lot of money well DC moved to Burbank recently. So maybe that that seems kind of... Okay, that one's... So far, it's pretty logical. But it's like an 80th... Yeah, because that's the thing. It's always something to commemorate. It's been doing this for this long. Here's that. Okay. Then the second thing, a statue gargoyle to overlook Park Row so it doesn't turn into Crime Alley because that's exactly what... People, people would be about to commit a crime. They'd be like, oh, <laughs> shit. They, they put in that stone statue of Batman. I better not rub this guy. And uh, that doesn't seem like something you would do to like commemorate 80 years. Or, like, <laughs> it seems like something you just... Like you have one problem, right? You're like, shit, we got crime. <laughs> Did you know it was Batman's 80th birthday? <laughs> what? Uh, could we mix uh, the two? Could we so, mix the two? Exactly. And then New York wants to build a giant light to hopefully. <laughs> At some point. There's no guarantee. <laughs> we can use this light. But we'll dump some money into it. Exactly. And I know and I know they already have they already have a light to do that cuz when Adam West died they did that in LA. They well, showed the bat symbol. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. So 
with the um, to build another special one just for New York. Well, <laughs> New York, maybe they'll use the uh, September 11th lights that they used to shine for many years of the uh, Twin Towers. They shine in the sky that you could see from miles away. I think that's distasteful and at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> 3,300 people died. Here's well, a tribute. Won't... He was like, it's been long enough. Now we're going to use it as a Batman symbol. Okay. Batman. 80 years, dicks. All right. 80 years. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Many more people were happy about Batman than have uh, been hurt by that. Come on, guys. What do you mean you lost multiple family members <laughs> and friends in that incident? I don't care. <laughs> Batman's been around for 80 years. It's time to use these lights for something else. It's time to use these lights for something Move else. Move on. Uh, exactly. We're just going to roll this right out of here. Uh. See, that, was a, that was a terrible joke. Too. That roll out, yeah. that was like the... Oh, roll out. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, Batman, roll out. No, the <laughs> light. Too many things. Because they're just yeah. going to roll the lights I know, out. I know. Okay, I know. Sorry. I I'm it. explaining it too much now. Uh, uh, good stuff. Well, I'm going to pick... <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you going to pick, Dieter? I'm going to go with the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And with my fingers crossed, because this is the one that I want to be true. <laughs> yes, it is very true. Oh, sweet. That's badass. Yes. How crazy is that? I mean, anybody could get a Walk of Fame if you have enough money, but... It's kind of crazy. Do you know what day they're doing it? No. I don't know. Uh, I might go to it. That, you know what? That'd be kind of cool. That'd yeah. That'd be kind of cool. I have to look. No, no, I have to look into that. That's awesome. Good shit. All right. Delivered. And I've got, well, I've got three comics. I don't know if you want to save that for next time. No. Do it now. Blow your load. All right. Really? This a lot, is a lot of, lot of, lot of uh, load-blowing talk today. This is, this is a very special edition <laughs> All right. of Four Color Ultrasound. Okay, so, yeah, I, I think this one's not uh, going to be very good either, but we'll see. You so, speak a... so... Na- you, okay, first of all, you can't be so negative on yourself. Uh, I appreciate that. Negative speak equals negative time, so you have to say something like, I'm getting better at making these. But I'm getting go. better at making these. See, it's not all negative, right. right? It's not like, ah, oh, this is probably not going to be... I'm terrible at this. you got to be like, I'm That's getting true. better at this, so here we go. <laughs> all, right. all right, so there's a comic called Midnight Vista. Uh-huh. Is it one? Here's a synopsis. <laughs> I love these. <sighs> okay, Daphne Olga Daphne Olga Walker grew up in Bar- Boroughbridge. New- New- God damn, I can't speak. Let me start over. Daphne Olga Walker grew up in Boroughbridge, New- New- North Yorkshire, England, watching old horror movies with her father, much to display to the dismay of her mother, Amelia. Daphne, always the weird kid with few friends, was fascinated by Dracula, and after learning about vampire bats in school, convinced her father to take her on a midnight tour to Vlad the Impaler's castle in Transylvania. After returning home, Amelia starts noticing strange behavior in a husband and daughter, more late nights and days sleeping in. As word of people disappearing in this once quiet town grows, and Daphne's behavior grows ever more strange, Amelia starts to suspect something happened on their trip. Based on a very personal, true story, Midnight Vista will make you believe in vampires. <clears throat> Whoa. I already believe that that's a really long synopsis for you to have written on your own. So, wow. All right, I'm into this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. <laughs> Oliver Flores and his stepfather, Nomar, Nomar Perez, were turning right onto Midnight Vista Road when they were both abducted by aliens. To Oliver's mother, they were just both—they were both just missing. To the police, they were declared legally dead. 
And to everyone else growing up in Albuquerque, Oliver Flores was the milk carton kid. His life was the cautionary tale of an eight-year-old who was kidnapped and killed by his stepdad while out for some ice cream. But now, years later, a fully grown adult Oliver walks into town. He has been returned, and he remembers everything. Based on a very, tr- a very personal, true story, uh, Midnight Vista will make you believe in little gray men. <laughs> I love the tale. It ends the same. And you can't tell the difference. Now it's aliens. <laughs> Milk carton kid. <laughs> Why would they put you on a milk carton if they already knew your stepdad killed you? <laughs> As a cautionary tale. Oh, good point. <laughs> dead. This guy's dead, but... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Anyway, now the third one. <clears throat> While on their way to their annual camping trip in another remote t- mountain town, Frank Phillips warns his three sons of the dangers of getting lost, wild animals, and especially of drinking the water in lakes or streams. It is now midnight, and Sam has wandered into Mom and Dad's tent, mumbling incoherently. Bill wakes up and is unable to console Sam. Is that extra hair on his face? Is his mouth bleeding? His teeth are sharp and and reddish, as if diseased. Oh no, Sam thinks. I told the kids not to drink from the stream. A once happy family will experience horrible, horrible things like they've never known before. Based on a very personal, true story, Midnight Vista will make you believe in werewolves. Whoa. So what is what which of these is based on a true story from the author? According to the author. Uh and will make you believe in what? <clears throat> I wanna believe in all three now. That I, I wanna read all three of those books. <laughs> um damn. Like just So you have the vi- okay, so vampires, the girl watching horror movies goes to the Dracula's castle, becomes a vampire. Then little kid gets abducted by aliens, comes back as a bigger kid. He's about to spill the beans. And then you got the werewolf kid. And it has to be a true story. Like, I can't picture. The only one I can picture where they're like, that's a, well, here's something based on a true story. is the alien abduction one, because that's the only one where you can't be like 100%. That didn't happen. Like vampires, you'd be like, okay, bullshit, right off the bat. Based on a true story, no. Just like the exorcism of Emily Rose and stuff, like, right? And then the same thing with the werewolf. Like you're not. That's gonna be. That's a based on a true story. You're not gonna buy that off the bat. They'd have to title that one like based on true events. <laughs> <laughs> based on a inspired by true events. Uh, yep. I'm gonna go with the alien one being. Yeah, with the milk carton kid, even though. <laughs> I don't think they put dead kids on milk cartons. It's a missing thing. Uh, final answer? Yes, final answer. All right. You're up two to one, I think. Oh, I got it right? Yeah. Oh, they well, I was I was worried about that because of the – I was torn. Do I add? Do I keep that part in or do I take it out? I figured by keeping it in, you were going to go with the alien um, because the of that story, exact reason. Story part. Yeah, but I needed to keep the true story in because that sold it for me. Yeah. That's why I. That's why I wanted to pick this comic out. Yeah, like I said, I couldn't see anybody selling a vampire or werewolf story as based on like a true story. I I know. I, whatever. I was. I, I debated. Do I really want to win this, or do I want to get your reaction based on a personal true story? I, th- I thought that milk carton thing was your like you screwing nope. it up too, just I trying know. to make something up where you like. Everybody thought he was dead. <laughs> the police said legally dead, but they still put up missing posters. 
<laughs> in in the past ones, I had uh, modified the real synopsis to make it sound more like I wrote it. With this one, I just copied and pasted. And that's, that's what made it hard writing the other two, because I had to make it sound similar. Yeah. Right? Because it was very choppy. I don't know. But so, so yeah, this one I read. Here it is. Uh... So this is the author talking about it. At its core, Midnight Vista is about loneliness, love, and the lost. And he's just talking about, you know, it's late one night, blah, blah, blah. Guy gets kidnapped. Um, But see, the thing is, Oliver remembers what happened to him in the story, right? But when the author says, this happened to me, uh, he goes, yes, it's a weird thing to type on the page. But when I was a child, I believe I had a close encounter and, as a result, have a couple of hours missing time. It's a much longer and complicated story than that, one that I've been telling for a really long time. It says, and Midnight Vista is the latest incarnation of that. That event, whatever it was, was the most important thing that ever happened uh, up until meeting my wife. I'm glad he pointed that out. He says, it, it has shaped a lot of my personality. It's a vital part of my experience. But, but, and he goes, and the craziest, craziest part of it all is, I barely remember any of it. So, like, he, he remembers nothing. But he's sure that he was abducted by aliens. Inspired, and it's affected him like crazy. Inspired by true false memories. <laughs> exactly. He just says he remembers nothing. So how is this something that <laughs> it's I don't know affected him? I thought That's that was kind of weird. I don't know. Well, we'll have to check it out. Either way, see how true it could be. It's just fire. <laughs> it's just fire in the sky. He just bites it one hundred percent. Exactly. There's another odd reference of '90s movies yes. for you. <laughs> Can you tell we're almost forty? Well, I guess I'm almost forty. Uh, too much information. But, I mean, uh, uh, fifty. Yes. I mean, no, we're with the youth. We're, mo- <laughs> we're definitely uh, millennials. So, yes. Avocado. Right. I'm, I'm going to get eat some avocado toast. So. <laughs> I'm going to go eat some avocado toast. That's all we got. So, I yeah. guess uh, I say goodbye, Mike. <laughs> goodbye. Well, here. I guess until, yeah, I guess until next week. Goodbye, Mike. Goodbye, Dieter. There you go.